Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. I'm your co-host, Timothy Deal. <laughs> Hello, and I'm Nick. And I'm Brianna. <laughs> the host. That's not very anchorish. I, I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's being kind of warning. And I'm, this I'm is... the weatherman, that's why. <laughs> and Tim, the name of this episode is? And now for a word. All right. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay, good, good job. Good. So this was a very different episode of Babylon 5 than we've had so far, wouldn't you say? Yes, I think it's uh, unique, for sure. It was enjoyable. I don't know why the news anchor's desk is like a mile above <laughs> any kind of floor. It's the future. Like, how does she even get up there? <laughs> elevator. The elevator? Oh, sure. She got that from Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. yeah, I think she probably has an elevator chair that just goes... Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hope. But like, like, what a terrible day for Babylon 5. <laughs> yes, like, to have a news report done on you. Yeah. But they, they handle it pretty pretty well, having cameras in the middle yeah, of everything. I, I was expecting, like, Ivanova or Garibaldi to be like, get that camera out of my face! Like, <laughs> not once was that said. So. Although you could tell Ivanova was not always comfortable with the whole thing. <laughs> it, is there more to your story? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question. Yes. <laughs> yes. All she cares about. Yeah. <laughs> like one shot of her in the background. With, oh, with the... that was great. <laughs> uh, Ivanova is watching you. <laughs> no, e- Ivan. Ivanova. 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 Great. So, yeah. One but shouldn't the... we be talking about Kasha's last name? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, Apparently Kasha's a last name. I didn't remember that. I don't remember anyone ever referencing that before. So that was that was interesting. You know, was the in... well, there's lots of things interesting about this episode. But one thing is that we got, like, details that we didn't know. But we're kind of just basic stuff. Yeah. Well, like, Jakar's... Backstory. Well, the backstory, yeah, or Franklin's very sad entry into space. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Why would you want to work in space then? (laughs) He's that determined to save lives. Yeah, he is. That's. I mean, it does explain Franklin a little more. You know, his his more serious, his more serious tone and everything. And because Garibaldi's always like, let's space them all. (laughs) You know, him and Garibaldi are kind of polar opposites Uh, in some ways. I will say on a on a technical level, this is a sort of episode that being a video editor does not help because I'm constantly being distracted by the constantly changing look of different shots. Because anytime they have to have a special effects, which apparently even includes uh, the text, which a mm. lot of times you had text on the bottom yeah. of the screen, they're using the video footage there, which means it's the four by three. So in order to put that do a sixteen by nine version, they're zooming in, and so yeah. that's where you get these weird Good weird head cutoff things. Which occasionally, props to the people, the poor people who were doing the transfer to this, because sometimes you would actually see, like after all the the bottom screen text would go away, there'd be a very sl- they'd very slowly pan the, yeah. the footage back down, yeah. so it was a little bit more proper headroom. Um, but then, and then every time they're going back to the original film stock, it always looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things. The average person, I don't know if you guys notice it, but I notice it every single time. <laughs> I noticed all the head cutoffs, and I wasn't sure if it was just, I don't know, sometimes old DVDs don't read quite well on newer, I don't know, I don't know. And it, and it almost, in this episode, it looks like it might have been like, you know, it's newsies TV, newsies yeah. kind of yeah. stuff, but then they'd go back to have a better one, so. So did we, just random thought, so apparently Senator Hidoshi, Hidoshi is no longer Senator, I just thought it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, who's this bumbling senator guy? <laughs> yeah, he that was, was awful. 
Yeah, that that was a nice touch since I guess the the actor we saw a couple of times in season one, but we haven't seen him since. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No. And let's talk about the Psychor commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the Corey's mother, the Corey's father. Which actually, that's not what they said. That's not what they said. That, that comes up later. <laughs> but I love the subliminal message. It is so ridiculously like just cheesy and overblown. Like, and man, they are they are everywhere. Like. We have mobile testing centers and this We're and in that. schools and hospitals. <laughs> it's always that, that shot when the a few months later and the kid has got that slick back hair <laughs> and the uniform when it's like, uh. He's uh, already better dressed. <laughs> that's where he starts getting. <laughs> I mean, talk about how Psychor just like manifested in the middle of the kid's living room. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> it's like the tricks rabbit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think it's interesting not only to do this style, which is very distinct, mm-hmm. but then to put you know some ma- pretty major developments in this in the war inside of it. It's not like they said, "Oh, we'll just do this funny style and then we'll go back to our normal stuff." It's like, no, we're going to keep doing normal stuff and we're going to crank it up, yeah, while doing our crazy style. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was like you said, it was the worst day. This is one of the more intense episodes we've had in a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's um, like, oh, there's. Two ships outside fighting. <laughs> I mean, and props to that uh, that first scene in the council room. That's one long take, basically, of the whole argument. Nice energy in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's like it, you really feel the heat of the moment because it's not cutting back and forth. It's the actors really playing off each other. And I think the actors had a fun time with this. I think they probably did. Yeah. A lot of meaty stuff all around. I mean, like every actor had a, a pretty weedy scene at, at, mm-hmm. at some point. Poor Ivanova with, uh, she's trying so hard with her to build bridges with the humans, but it's, it's a hard thing to, you mean uh, Dylan? Yeah. You said I said, Yeah, I did. I don't I know why like, I said Ivanova. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant Dylan. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's, and then she's just like, what do you think all your, all the dead humans think? And she's like, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Yeah. When, appropriate human features. <laughs> yeah. In that manner. I did think it was interesting that at the end of the episode, the news anchor lady was like, now, this doesn't happen every day at Babylon 5. <laughs> like, I, I was surprised that she even said that and wasn't like, yeah, this basically happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, so, especially based on things like Gear Body was like, yeah, something is always happening, something crazy. Right. It's interesting because, I mean, the news anchor and just the audience that the news is going to is as much as a character unspoken in this thing the you know, people watching the people watching mm-hmm. that's a you good know point. who's what are the people watching this thinking we know what to think about Battle five we've been watching it normal right well what are the people watching this for the first time thinking that's it good point and 30 percent of them or however whatever the ratio was are not a fan of balance five, five. <laughs> mm-hmm I love the fact, just callbacks, that, you know, they brought back the work, the, the doc workers strike randomly. The same guy. I know. I'm like, whoa. That's, that's, that's a nice touch. Nice continuity. A nice continuity. Nice continuity, and it works really well for, like, a news report that, mm-hmm. you know, normally wants to explore all avenues. That's yeah. a perfect avenue to talk about. How do we feel about Londo after this episode? <sighs> I'm, I'm mad at him. <laughs> I'm... They made us feel sad for him a few days ago, and now it's... Yeah. No, it's it was hard to really believe anything he said in his <laughs> interviews. No, just like Jakar said, he distracts with the details. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, though. I did think about it in this one because he talks early on about how his relationship, when they didn't try to take over Earth, apparently. 
Mm-mm. Was that? Did they come meet Earthlings after the Narn rebelled? I don't feel like it was that. No, because I think, but Narn was an agrarian culture. The Earth was on the cusp of space. Okay, so they were farther along. So that yeah. maybe one reason why it wouldn't have been e- as easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Jakar's backstory that was sad. Mm-hmm. They said it was 150 years ago when this inter- so when when, it's, when they first came, I think when they yeah. first came. How old is Jakar? Do you remember? I don't know, but I thought uh, he said when the rebellion was ending. Oh, it was, I think I think it was near the end of near the end of their of was, their occupation. He said he was just a prouncling, uh, pouchling, pouchling, yeah, pouchling. But his his family though was apparently still enslaved, enslaved. Yeah, mm-hmm. so but I'm still curious how just how much of a long like I don't know what kind of lifespan uh, Narn have. Yeah, I don't know if they're like Wookies that live for like a hundred years or. Yeah. Probably not, but who knows. Anyway, I always enjoy kind of episodes a little different. And this one pulled off and feels just as good, whatever, how many years later, 30 years later. 20 years. 20 years, 25, yeah. I mean... Years later, you know, the whole, like, reading between the lines of news. mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a little different than what would later happen. The, The found footage thing would become sort of a ongoing thing but i don't know that there's been very many episodes quite like this in the well uh, like a, as a fake newscast and i don't think there were that many tv shows up till this point doing unique styles in their tv show i mean it's become more of a thing like you know a show will do some sort of musical they'll do some sort of found footage you know the, yeah you have that unique episode you know but i'm not sure that was much of a thing back in the 90s i mean x-files did a couple weird ones like that mm-hmm. um I just remember in the 90s, it seemed like every once in a while that would pop up, and Battle 5 was one of the first, I think I remember, noticing, like, oh, you can do, you can play well with the form inside of it, your own show. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was cool. Fake news at its finest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and no Talia. <laughs> That's true. That always makes for a better episode it for you, right? It does. It really does. <laughs> oh, dear. Poor Talia. Um, no. No. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I got. That's all I've got. That's all I got. Okay. All right. So that's all we got. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Uh, stay tuned for the next one. Until then, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. And we wish you good night and good luck. <laughs>